0: Hi, my name is Vlad Novrandilis and welcome to What Color Is Your Drink? This episode is with Marco. He's the group manager for Saba. Saba is a Thai and Vietnamese restaurant. And today we're going to talk a little bit about his bar career and bar management. And of course, we're going to talk a little bit about food pairing and cocktails uh, at the end. And yeah, we're going to start today. We're going to start with the quote by Simone Caporale. Uh, your menu is also your business card of the bar. So, uh, hello Marco, and uh, thank you for coming today.
1: You're very welcome. Hello.
0: I, I really appreciate that. So, uh, how has it all started for you with uh, bartending? I know you're from uh, Naples, yeah?
1: Yeah, from Naples. Well, I mean like countryside. It's a small village. Okay. Okay. <laughs> How did did it all started? You start very young, if I remember yeah fourteen 15. it was back two thousand five it was it, it all started as a summer job after after school. My parents said that I needed to work <laughs> literally exactly like that, <laughs> no wandering around on the street. <laughs> So it all started in a small bar in my city, in my, my village. I was working just weekend in this place. And the first thing I was doing there, it was serving slices of pizza. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> I don't know, on Saturday, Sunday, I, I, I used to go to this place, my, 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 My dad used to take me there to this place to work and I would spend the day just serving slices of pizza. And then I remember that one day it was so busy and they were short in a bartender. So they asked me to jump in the bar and. Just do something. <laughs> so basically, yeah, I found myself serving uh, Prosecco and Negroni when I was 15. So your first cocktail
0: you ever made was a Negroni? Yeah.
1: Nice. Yeah, That's well, the Italian in it, in it, way to exact, start? Exactly. Like in Italy, everyone drinks Negroni. <laughs> so what is the most
0: popular drink in that area of Naples? Is that a mm, Negroni?
1: Uh, I could say definitely Campari. Campari. It doesn't have to be uh, Negroni, but it, it has to be Campari. And we have this in Italy. They sell this Campari soda. They work like a tonic for gin. Okay. Okay. So guys used to drink this gin with Campari soda.
0: How did you got your job in a Saba? Like
1: in Saba here. Yeah.
0: It's like, what make you come to Ireland? How do you?
1: I I I came here in November 2015. In uh, I moved. I decided to move here in Dublin. I just wanted to learn English. Wanted to have an experience of, out of Italy, you know. And. I just decided to come to Ireland because I was always interested in interested in Saint Patrick, and so said let's give it a try. Of course, <laughs> yeah. And then I actually really like it, and I decided to 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 stay. Okay. So now it's seven years almost that I'm here.
0: And then, what's your daily routine as a bar manager? Like, do you? Had many challenges during the pandemic, after the pandemic?
1: Uh, recruiting staff. Well, d- during the pandemic, it wasn't that challenging if we talk about job because I wasn't working and I had a small daughter that was just born in 2019. So she was one year old when the pandemic started. So I could say that the The most difficult thing to do was to keep her quiet all day every day in the house for three months <laughs> so th- th- this was probably the, the, the most challenging things during the pandemic but also it was good because as a new parent I had time to spend with with my daughter and like to see her yeah growing that... and improving you know like so it was like one of the good things yeah and it didn't make me think a lot lot about jobs. so
0: (laughs) that is great but what challenges did you face after we reopened
1: (laughs) well I think that I could say that like the same kind of difficulties that everyone had in this industry after reopening it was really really hard to get people in to to make them enjoying going out again like it was before yes because obviously people were afraid people were scared of, of all these mm, new rules all these uh, restriction scared of the, pan- the 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 pandemic itself so it was really really hard to to get to get people to trust again and going out and start to live again, so it 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 was really 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 hard.
0: No, hundred percent. To
1: get people in, and I believe not just in Saba, but everywhere else.
0: And uh, how is going now? Is it uh,
1: better? Yeah, now 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 it's going better. It's going much better. Yeah, and it seems that people are. They they overcame the pandemic and it seems that slowly everything is back to normal. Even though there are still few cases, there are still the pandemic. It's still not over completely, you know. So, but people at least people started to leave again and they want to go out and they want to enjoy. And this is, I think that it's something really important.
0: Okay. And what's your daily routine as a bar manager?
1: Mm, Just. Planning, 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 planning. Basically, (laughs) it's every day. If I say it's every day the same thing, it sounds boring, but it's actually not. Because even though we have to do the same thing every day when we go to work, there's still a bit of excitement when you have to do, I don't know, things like the podcast today. <laughs>
0: okay, you are, uh, every time I visit you you're also a little bit of prankster, you always <laughs> have a good time with your stuff.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's something really important because after the pandemic it was really, really, really hard to find stuff, to find people to work and even to get used with new stuff. With new people starting to work in this industry it was that I can say that it was challenging and one of the daily basis things that 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 I go through is trying to uh, to get the staff trust me and the industry yeah and so after the pandemic I think that there is lots to do in terms of training and new stuff because there are people who actually never worked at all and they just started because they're young. Yeah, and there are students, a lot of students. It's a bit hard for them as it's hard for you to train them and to make them feel comfortable, you know?
0: When you say trust, you mean like to show them again that the hospital is a fun environment?
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: and uh, it's a lot of good things, and you...
1: yeah, it's not just stressful, and uh, I don't know. I think like people see hospitality as a easy industry because yeah. basically you just have to serve people, serve customers, but it's actually really, really hard <laughs> to yeah. do that. It's not easy to make some somebody happy, you know. And when people go out, they go to restaurant, they go to bar, they want to enjoy. So it's really hard to make them.
0: It's a high pressure environment. Exactly. Yeah. And it's long hours and uh, yeah, long
1: hours shift, who lead to stress, (laughs) who lead to lots of mental issue.
0: Yeah. I think also it's one of the things that uh, people they don't look at it is it's one of the industries that a customer can come to you and they can review at any moment uh, exactly in ten the- different platforms they can put a review yeah and that can affect you in places that they really take it uh, they take it really personally or they yeah they want the business to do good so they really care about the reviews and yeah. then it goes back to the staff and Yeah. So it can can
1: affect the mental health, something that... It does, it does. It definitely does. I think that nowadays we are going through too many mental issues and problems because of this, because everyone can judge, everyone can say their opinion everyone can easily talk about Especially bartenders. Everything, <laughs> everyone, especially bartenders, exactly. So it it is like kind of pressure even even how you serve them a glass of water. Because like if it's it seems stupid but people expect you to serve them like they want. Okay? And if you don't do that they can easily complain, they can easily write a bad review and all these affect not only the, 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 the company but also the person who was actually serving. And I think that this is why there is like a high stress level yeah. in this industry, okay? So who who, who, who lead to like that that leads to mental issues and like i really don't know how i feel about all this <laughs> review reviewing thing that 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 we are going through now because it it wasn't like that 10 years ago 15 years ago yeah so it is very different now
0: me personally, working in a five-star hotels, so I could see how serious they take it. Uh, it was really important, and actually, seen uh, back at home, like couple of people get fired because it was a leading quality assurance hotel. And uh, I never, I was never big fan of the fire person, especially when they were students. I think it's uh, always uh, we saying a saying back at home. Uh, if the fish smells from the head, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, I was. Uh, well,
1: yeah, it is. It is like that. I like The 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 the, the most uh, the more startup place have the <laughs> the more problem it will give you.
0: Yeah, and without training, it, it was these high expectations from the students to serve. Uh, uh, I don't know, latte and. Uh, to don't forget the cookie, but yeah. when you're a student, yes.
1: You just don't, they don't think in, in yeah. about that. You yeah. just, you are just serving something. So it doesn't really matter how you serve, uh, but it, it actually does. So <laughs> <laughs> with, uh, with no training, I don't think that, uh, people, we p- people would understand. And how it's, to work in this industry.
0: Yeah, sorry to interrupt. It's something that you do a lot and we discussed it before. You constantly try to get trainings for your staff with me or different brands. Yeah. And it's free, you know, it's like these brands, they are there to support. Yeah, and yeah, a, yeah. A lot of, A lot of bars or hotels, they don't do that. They live. it's in autopilot. Yeah, it's yeah. A, Like how you start that or... or
1: This is something that I, I really don't like because I think that this, this job, it's this industry, it's already hard. Okay. And as we said, it gives so much stress caused by the pressure of do everything like customers want. Okay. So I believe that training are not only for the staff. It's not just uh, to teach them how to do their job. It's also a moment of like uh, in, in, in integration with your staff. You know, like it's a moment uh, where you can laugh with them with no pressure. It's a moment that it it, it unifies your staff, your team. Okay, yeah. so apart from the importance of the training itself in terms of how, in terms of teaching and learning how to do the job. Uh, I would say that on psychological level, it's, uh, it's also, it's also important as in the same way as it's important to, to learn how to do this job. So when you do training, you get all your stuff together. They get to know each other better because they have obviously a bit more time. Because the working in the restaurant, working in hotel, it's mostly rushing and go fast and do everything in, in, in like it has to be, and you don't get much time for. Fun or enjoying or commenting with yeah. your colleague about something. Okay, so I would say the training are really important. Okay. For both learning and being together, you like to create a team. You know. Like your background is mostly bartending, and uh,
0: what's your personal advice for bartenders who starting now?
1: I think I would say the same thing I was saying to to myself when I started. <laughs> yes. Be curious, be very curious, be hungry, passionate, and just
0: ask questions.
1: Exactly. Read, 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 a lot. Find somebody who kind of, who can be a kind of mentor where you can get something out from, you know, work really, really hard. And be patient. <laughs> so, what do you hope
0: to see the in, in the in, how you hope to see the industry in ten years,
1: <laughs> ten, twenty? What do you what changes would you like to see? I, I caught myself thinking about that so many times. And More bottled cocktails. I yeah. I still, <laughs> I still I still I still see. I still have no answer about <laughs> about it. I like I I literally cannot see it. It probably all this. Uh, environment and sustainability factors, they, they, they are affecting a bit the industry. It is for good. Of course it is for good, but still there are some things that will, will probably not be the same, like prepare a Uh, cocktail cocktail, uh, prepare a drink from from scratch as more and more and more and more companies are choosing to pre-batch to to use pre-batched cocktails okay so I really don't know how how it will be but I see that the pre-batched cocktails are like taking over a lot Everywhere, so yeah,
0: uh, it's kind it, of sad, but <laughs> it it is uh, it is uh, sad and it it's also it's opportunity for for people to do something great. Uh But it's also again it comes back to the staff training or re- uh, attract staff to the hospitality. You know, yeah. it's it's again the easy solution, and then, then they can say it's uh, sustainable. <laughs> sustainable. Anyway, I think we it was a little bit uh, kind of cynical with all the mental health and um, yeah let's uh, take it a little bit uh, let's play a game yeah <laughs> so it's called it shake it or drop it yeah yeah and if you say shake it you have to answer the question okay it's nothing uh, personal so <laughs> if you say drop it we just move on to the next one okay when you if you say shake it you have to elaborate also on your answer yeah so celebrities have their own brands like I don't know uh, the uh, what's their name Chris Jenner or from Kardashians, they have their own tequila. Ah, LeBron yeah, James I, I, has his own tequila. I now
1: I saw now. Are you a fan of it? If it's well, so shake it. If out. it's yeah, shake it, shake it. If it's well made, yeah. If it's if they make it because they actually enjoy to make it and they understand, I don't know what tequila is and how it's made. It's it's okay if they make it just because they have. To they have money and they have to invest money to not, not to lose it. And then <laughs> it's a different story. I've seen a few, few months ago, I think, that also, um, I think, Roberto Cavalli. He made a vodka as well now, yeah. Uh,
0: Roberto Cavalli, Kevin Hart, McGregor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> okay, let's move on to the next one. <laughs> Cocktail competitions, shake it or drop it? Shake it. Yeah. What's your what's your thoughts on the cocktail competitions?
1: I think they are they are good. They are good for you to involve mm-hmm. about are you fan of it? Would you like to see changes? I I I am fan of them even though I've never uh, participated participate to any competition. I never compete in I think it was most mostly because you because I'm very shy no? <laughs> so mostly because of that until the, the, we
0: meet you yeah the but country. I
1: think I, I think that they are they are actually really good because you can you can actually prove yourself and see and push yourself what other people us. do exactly and meet and other bartenders exactly and you can learn a lot as well so yeah I'm definitely pro competition <laughs>
0: okay pro <laughs> So, favorite brand to work with like uh, a spirit brand, um, like I what w- brand do you? I build? would
1: say Hennessy and Bacardi. Hennessy
0: and Bacardi. Yeah. Yeah. There is I, I,
1: I actually get very close to Hennessy past few years and I really like the the brand. Yeah and so, you've been to
0: their uh, where in Cork where Yeah
1: yeah, yeah 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 we went to see the also Richard Hennessy yeah
0: where you tried the 55 Yeah old we
1: tried a 55 years old OV uh, the cognac was yeah. yeah was ready to go in the blend for the Hennessy XO Okay and it was really good
0: <laughs> Was you didn't bring any samples <laughs> Yeah so, cognac can uh, be made only in France, and your favorite brand is Hennessy. Yep. Uh, favorite bar and uh, worst bar. <laughs> favorite bar and worst bar you ever visit? Mm-hmm. Drop it. Let's say yeah. your
1: favorite bar. Mm-hmm. So, you, you shake it. My favorite in Dublin? Uh, anywhere in the world. Ah, okay. Anywhere in the world.
0: Oh, my God. Like mine is uh, door seventy four in
1: Amsterdam. It's a speakeasy bar. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And well, there is, there are a few here in Dublin. There's one in Denmark that it's really cool. Like they have no brand. They like if you go there, you don't find Bombay Gin, Tanqueray Gin, or I don't know Bacardi, or they make everything themselves. They make their own vodka, their own gin, their own rum, all their own
0: liquors. Still, their own alcohol. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. Worst drink you ever had?
1: Worst drink I've ever had.
0: Yeah. Shake it.
1: Mm. I cannot think of one now. No. No.
0: Any drinks I made? I made for you. <laughs> Best drinks you ever had. <laughs> okay.
1: Best drink I've ever had. We drop it. Does, does, does Bloody Mary count? Or <laughs>
0: Bloody Mary? Yeah. Okay. Where at did
1: you have it? At the VCC. VCC. Oh, yeah. they do nice Bloody Marys. Yeah.
0: And what's your unpopular opinion about drinks? Do you have any unpopular opinion? that?
1: What uh, do you mean by unpopular?
0: That other people, they don't agree with you. The majority. Mmm... I might say, like, my opinion about yeah, hospitality. Yeah, I would say... Customers are overrated. Yeah. <laughs> I don't mean it, but it's an unpopular opinion.
1: Unpopular opinion for me is to make uh, sugar sugar syrup one-to-one instead of <laughs> two-to-one. <laughs> Look, this is a... Uh, can't go long if we start with
0: sugar. Uh, it's... You know, even with sugar, it's it seems kind of easy and uh, you still can see people... Doing it wrong, it doesn't matter if you do it one to one or yep. two to one. You just you need to know how long you need to keep it. The you know to disso- dissolve, dissolve it. Properly. Exactly. It's so many things when it comes to your old fashion. It's like how yeah. much sugar to add. Exactly. It's another th- simple thing, but we it s- make a huge difference. <laughs> yeah, we still keep doing it wrong. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's human factor. <laughs> Uh, would you be annoyed if a customer asks you for an Negroni with
1: vodka? So you just take out the gin and you drop vodka in.
0: Okay. <laughs> uh, Mixologists or modern bartenders.
1: Is there any difference? <laughs> you know, some people like to call them uh, themselves mixologist. Uh, yeah. Well, I, I I think the word is overused at the moment yeah. right now the, the word mixologist whatever yeah. gets
0: you paid more doesn't matter exactly to, uh,
1: to it's it's just like the i don't know so so many people call themselves mixologists because they make their own syrup they make i don't know they make uh, infused spirits so they they refer to themselves as mixologists but it's something that human bartenders do, so. <laughs> yeah. so it really depends on the person, I think. It's a very personal matter.
0: Yeah, and uh, I think it's like whatever gets you paid more, doesn't matter the yeah, title. exactly. Because now the titles, they've just been given away for...
1: Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: <laughs> so, Americano coffee or Americano cocktail?
1: Cocktail. Cocktail. Uh, why is that? I drink only espresso. <laughs> is it
0: the same story that the, with the coffee and the americano that the we, Americans didn't like it, uh, so they asked for water for their espresso?
1: Well, uh, it kind kind of, of yeah, the kind of the same for the cocktail. Yeah, they 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 were serving this uh, vermouth with with this red bitter that then became Campari, and they just added had a splash of soda inside. Yeah. To 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 be like American, like American style, you know? More refreshing. Yeah.
0: The <laughs> same with the Americano, is just double espresso and they ask for, it was too much for them. Too much and then so just for water. cut it
1: with some water please. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, can I tell you my story with Campari? When yeah. When first started as the bartender, I just came from Amsterdam, I was doing the EBS Amsterdam and I had a customer, British, he ordered me in Campari. Uh, and uh, the Campari was right behind me so I say, sir don't worry I'm gonna bring you Campari now because in Cypriot Campari sounds exactly the same so I went for 20 minutes he believed what I said to him straight away like he didn't consider maybe it was liqueur anyway I found the Campari after 20 minutes I go back there you go sir your Campari on the plate you know <laughs> <laughs> It's like and the guy was pretty upset It's like you idiot the Campari is right day? behind <laughs> you because you are a prankster uh <laughs> What you did? There. <laughs> yeah.
1: We 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 made uh, <laughs> we smoked. <laughs> we 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 filled the 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 smoking bell with smoke that like you couldn't see if there was any glass inside. Yeah. So we just sent a waiter to a table <laughs> with an empty tray with a smoking bell full of smoke on it. <laughs> and he just went to the table and he opened the bell and all the smoke went out so it was a little, like very scenic very, yeah. very, very, very nice to see but then when all the smoke <laughs> <laughs> faded out and there was no drink on the tray and uh, Cosmas, was, was, <laughs> Cosmas was quite delighted he was laughing a lot uh, uh, poor, poor waiter, uh. poor
0: waiter. But this the uh, kind of the Fun experiences, exactly, you know, to exactly. remember. Uh, yeah, if the customer doesn't take it personally, and uh, <laughs> and you know, like uh, when you go to a restaurant uh, or a bar, maybe sometimes the drinks or the food are not the best. It's about the the experience. It's,
1: it's more how you present them. Yeah, yeah.
0: Like uh, it's also good to have for this stuff uh, to have some fun. Yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. Of Absolutely. course, not in a busy night, but <laughs> but yeah,
0: <laughs> <a> Saturday night. <laughs>
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is what I, I like about cheese. Like sometimes you send me seven in the morning. You bring a, doing fermentation, <laughs> doing beers. <laughs> you doing clarified drinks. And like seven in the morning, you send me pictures. And, uh, well,
1: I think that you will do the same when you will have a daughter as well. Don't worry. <laughs> to 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 keep her busy with something, you will invent what every, everything. <laughs> Trust me. Trend.
0: And yeah, it's also you know you're passionate about it and yeah. And uh, yeah, it's something that you you like to experiment, and you you like to do like food pairing and cocktails. Yeah, like
1: I said, it's just being curious. It's all part of being curious.
0: As uh, Italian, and you experiment and all this. Like, what food pairing will you do with Negronis or
1: Spritzes? I I don't know. I would I wouldn't call it. Food pairing. I would just say, how can you experience or enjoying a Negroni or Spritz? Well, in Italy we drink that a lot. Yeah, we have the happy hours. So I would say the best way it's to enjoy to enjoy a Negroni or Apple spritz, Campari spritz, elderflower, whatever it is, it's just with finger food, a bunch of friends, yeah, and talking, talking, talking. Finger food, like in, in Italy, we have this. You know, it's mostly. You mean like a charcuterie cheese boards? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. I would say. I would say. I wouldn't. Wouldn't eat like cheese boards with the with uh, with the Negroni it would be like I think too much it's too 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 strong taste you know (laughs) so especially blue cheese yeah so but I would I I I, with some some light food some we do small things I don't know olives like uh, all kind of like almond nuts yeah nuts all this and just stay there, enjoy your drink, chatting with your friends. That's the best way to to, to pair drink food. Okay. So...
0: <laughs> Me, I like my Negronis with pizza. I don't know, is that a, a combination? It, Could you... Yeah, uh, it, it,
1: it it's... Counts like a street food? It, 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 it does count, yeah. It's in, in, in Italy, it's mostly about pizza. Every time you go out, you know, like... <laughs> so even when you go to do your aperitivo you will they will serve you small pizzas with with all this uh we call it rustici roost, roost, rustico yeah it's like kind of sausage sausage roll that they do here in ireland okay and it's with different different filling you can find it with ricotta and mushroom i don't know like with different different flavor and they Go really, really, really well with Negroni. <laughs> yeah, That's that for experience. So.
0: <laughs> so, Negroni it's equal parts of gin, sweet vermouth, and Campari. Uh, but I mean, I, th- I love a Negroni and Americano. But yeah. So, the next question would be like you're now working in a place that is a Vietnamese Thai kitchen. It's yeah. am- amazing food. Like, the food is not just the taste but also the presentation like very Instagramable even your <laughs> menus they are very pink and I love that like how you pair uh, your like what pairings you did with food and cocktails and do yeah
1: so we have we have a cocktail on the list that it's there f- for past I don't know seven years eight years yeah. previous previous manager that was there made that one and I really 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 like it because I think it's it's actually the soul of, of, the, place. of the place okay, okay. and it's uh, margarita mm, it's tequila infused with galangal and control infused with tamarind nice and these are two two Asian ingredients. Okay, okay. galangal. It's part of the ginger family. Okay, but it's not as spicy as ginger. Okay, okay. and tamarind. It's I think it grows on a tree. Yeah, tamarind it's, tree. Yeah, it's kind of. A, yeah, and it has a sweet and sour taste. So we 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 uh, we control it. It's, it's perfect, kind of like a paste. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can you can actually find it in pods as well. Yeah. So. And but yeah, no, the paste to that we use the paste for the to infuse the the control, and it gives it the control a, 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 a um, tastier flavor. Okay, and it gives a little bit of sourness. Okay. I, mean, I really really, really like that,
0: <laughs> okay, so I have to try that today uh what are uh, like what other drinks do you have like do you we remember?
1: have we used to have pomegranate salad, I think it was like veg salad with veg and pomegranate seeds, and we had this other cocktail made with pomegranate seeds, pomegranate juice, I think like it's, 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 it's nice to, to show how different and how versatile an ingredient can be. So how can be used in the kitchen and also in the bar. Okay. So, and I, I really like to show customers, to show people different use of the same ingredient. Yeah. Okay. We use lots of mango lots of pomegranate and I always try to take at least one ingredient to put on the menu. Okay, so you work... To put in, put in, in the in the drinks, okay? Do
0: you have a seasonal menu?
1: We do, yeah, we change menu twice a year. Twice a year? Yeah.
0: That's great. So you work, uh, are you working like with uh, the kitchen or you just came up with your own uh,
1: recipe? I... D- When I started, yeah, I was working a lot with the chef, with the head chef. While working, I was mostly uh, asking for advice. And I was very interested in understanding all these Thai ingredients and Thai Vietnamese flavor, okay? So, yeah, I would say that I... I, will use, I, wo- I work a lot with kitchen, yeah.
0: So, y- your most popular drink, is it that kalangal drink for years? This is why you keep it on the menu? Or is it Pornostar
1: martini? <laughs> like everywhere. Mm, y- well, who drinks margarita, actually who want to try that. Want to try the Paddha margarita that we make, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, Pornostar, it's star, it's <laughs> it's, it's a drink that everyone you, drinks, so it, it's a cock that everyone can drink.
0: You, ha- you need to have it on the menu. You Por- have to. Pornostar and uh, espresso martini.
1: And yeah. You cannot take uh, them out of the menu.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Another drink that uh, I really liked was the Sabal Fashion. It's made by you. It's yeah. It's Hennessy VSOP. Which means very special, special old pale.
1: Very superior old pale. It
0: doesn't mean special. No. <laughs> okay. You've been more master classes than me with Kenes. Yeah. <laughs> spice syrup. What is that spice syrup? Angostura, smoked chips.
1: It's yeah. uh, spiced syrup. It's a syrup that we make with uh, cinnamon, cloves, anise, uh nutmeg. Uh, cardamom pods and brown sugar sugar. so yeah and then Angostura bitter as for regular uh, old-fashioned Okay. and we smoke it with uh, cherry wood chip that was the drink you sent to the yeah that was the (laughs) the the non-sub old-fashioned because there was nothing under the belly (laughs) (laughs) nice what
0: me like what mistakes would you avoid now like what you learned to doing a food pairing with cocktails uh, with on
1: your menu Definitely would, would not I, I would I definitely wouldn't add so much sugar in my drink as oh. sugar it's already an important part of Thai Vietnamese food. So, as everything, you need to balance. And this is why I try to make my drinks with less sugar. <laughs>
0: Very important, yeah. Uh, yeah, a lot of people, they don't look at the sugar content. I remember we used... I used to work as a in an Asian place, and it was... We need to keep the drink sweet. Customers love sweet
1: drinks. Yeah, yeah. And we had the tuk tuk and the yeah. Well, the, the the Asian they really like. They really like sweet. So yeah.
0: So it's also yeah what the customer needs. But yeah, you some drinks you cannot overdo with the sugar like the old fashioned. Exactly. It no. needs to be balanced. Yeah. I understand for to. the tuk tuks and the. I don't know. We had loop de loop, etc. Yeah. yeah. So your, I know your favorite cocktail is a uh, dry martini. With what you will pair that?
1: Gin dry martini, right? Mm, gin dry martini, yeah. I I like vermouth, but not that much to 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 drink it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it I shop. just I just wash the ice with vermouth for my Martini and I use Tanqueray Tanqueray 10 or just Tanqueray Tanqueray regular Tanqueray not even 10 just regular Tanqueray and that's it that's I really 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 like my Martini that way and I would like I would pair it pair it with the um, with the duck rolls with oyster sauce that we do okay I would pair it with some we do some popcorn tofu that it's quite quite nice and it's sweet enough to to balance so s- that once you yeah once you start to eat you can you don't get tired of that food, even though it's sweet because you are drinking a, a martini that it's yeah super dry
0: does it matter for you the brand of the vermouth when it comes to your martini are you a martini a guy b-
1: a bit it does if or i no, i no, prefer i use i prefer to use Noilly prat. even though I'm Italian and I should use, <laughs> I should use martini. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I really like Noilly Pratt. So I, I mostly use Noilly Pratt for, for martini.
0: Cool. Me, I like my martinis with oysters, if anybody cares oh. out there. <laughs> well, that's... <laughs> I have expensive uh, taste. Yeah, definitely. At least seven oysters to see. Well,
1: by life it's made to to enjoy you know so (laughs) (laughs) well done you're doing it right (laughs) yeah yeah. so (laughs)
0: who you would like to see on this podcast now we are coming to the the end sorry I catch you
1: who I'd like to see next you can look there are there are many many new brands that were just born after the pandemic so I would say I have like I have two that I'm very interested in it. One is... Can I... St- yeah, you can yeah. say anybody you want. One is Citric Blend. So they made this uh, sour base for cocktail. Yeah, but you would like to see us as uh,
0: a person, not the brand. Uh,
1: so I would say... Uh, Eddie, we are not sponsored by yeah, them. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's true. I would say Eddie. Yeah. Eddie... That it's one of Ed the Eddie is founder. the
0: guy for the Citric Blend yeah. and the cocktails for you.
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. I I follow that 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 page. I think since it started, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and if somebody from Hospital um, from Monin from is is listening this, I would really love if. To, to hear something more about Paragon?
0: <laughs> uh, we're going to have uh, Lee Hite. He, okay. He's coming next month to the podcast. Oh, the, so that's he's perfect. He's the beverage expert. and He's a really fun guy. has a lot of stories to share.
1: Yeah, nice. Hey. So, yeah, I'd say Eddie from Cedric Blend and whoever can tell me more about paragon <laughs> okay
0: i uh, i love it that you're a big fan of paragon paragon <laughs> is the new pepper cordial uh, that has been deleve- developed by Morning and uh, collaborate with alex Cardena. I w- by the way i would like to see eddie with rui together not uh, listen because we we don't have any yeah. cameras yeah so yeah, yeah yeah <laughs> yeah eddie and uh, rui yeah uh, I think it's a great combination yeah uh, the best
1: combo <laughs> yeah.
0: I don't know if they will uh, join us but it would be great uh, to see them so Marco now we are uh, coming to the end like is anything you would like to share or uh, ask mm.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do the game that that we did before, shake it or <laughs> drop it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and can I ask you a question? Yeah, of course. Of okay. course. So how how did how did you come up with the idea of the podcast, shake yes. it or drop it? So I'm gonna <laughs> shake
0: it really hard. Oh, <laughs> shake it and uh, keep it sexy, <laughs> how the tipsy bartender says. way, uh, I'm not a fan of the tipsy bartender. Um, Me <laughs> Um Yeah, I had become bar manager and all this, just, I thought, and I started reading this book, What Color Is Your Parachute? And basically, it's a book being written in the 70s, and it helps you how to, to find your career path and how to f- apply for jobs and uh, to don't get any job, don't be a job uh, beggar, how he, how he calls mm. it. So basically, any job they offer you, you just say yes. Yeah. And then it was we had a couple of bartenders like not ten bartenders, in the studio and uh, they did these blue drinks so like we we're saying bring blue drinks back and uh, no make blue drinks uh, great again like Donald Trump yeah so it was kind of and uh, for hundreds of years the like they use uh, uh, how to say to make our food and uh, and drinks more appealing okay so they use uh, some uh, factors. And, yeah, so, I don't know, just want to always do the podcast and uh, bring people that I like and I'm, I'm curious about them, like, what they, what they're doing and uh, how, like, how, what is their daily routine and ask them personal questions and learn, learn from them. Well, uh,
1: that's a really, really great thing. That's a really cool thing. Yeah,
0: and I learned a lot today from you. <laughs> uh, and, yeah, basically this was the what color is your drink? It was something that I always wanted to do, okay. and the title was from the what color is your parachute? So mm-hmm. I just t- change the yeah. the yes. drink to because if the drinks color, see, it, it matters. We know this, like pink drinks sell. Yeah. We
1: do, we do. Yeah. Uh, j- j- just as a funny factor. Yeah, I'm color blind, so I don't care about color (laughs) your color bright (laughs) yes really yes
0: (laughs) like what colors can you see like i am
1: green and red Uh, i have a green red deficiency okay so most of the time i mix up green and red something that it's red i see it green something that it's green i see it red (laughs) so now
0: your microphone is green what color you see
1: Yeah, uh, I can I see this one, I see I see that it's green. But I believe yours it's not green.
0: Yeah, mine is not green. What yeah, is it? But
1: for me that's green as well. It's like just light green tone than mine.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: No mine is yellow.
0: Yeah. Uh Marco, we are coming end of the episode. I want to thank you so much. And the reason I invite you is because you're a really good friend, uh most thank of you all so much. And uh, you're really passionate about the industry. And thanks for
1: coming here. Thank you for having me. It was really, really, really nice. It was a cool experience,
0: yeah. (laughs) Thanks so much. I really appreciate it.
1: Thank you. (laughs) Well done. Keep going like that.
0: Please subscribe to What Color Is Your Drink? And you can find more on whatcolorisyourdrink.com.